everybody welcome to this week's episode of the help on the way podcast where we are featuring july 30th 1970 i am your co-host the game here with my fellow co-host knob and we're missing fig let's go ahead and give them a day two of playing in the sand welcome i guess i don't know what i was gonna say there um, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna put the the pause in there. A big a big plane in the sand. Day two. Welcome. Yeah, welcome everybody. <laughs> um, as you heard in the introduction, we are figless today. Uh, Fig uh, is currently feeling a little bit under the weather, so he was unable to join us uh, on our recording session. So Fig. We hope you feel better as you're listening to this a few days down the road from now. Um, before we get started and we get focused on our main event of July 30th, 1970, The Matrix, San Francisco, California, um, we're going to start with our Channel 6 segment. Um, and folks, a little peek behind the curtain. This is going to be a little bit of a, I want to say a quick show. But there's not too much news, and our show for this week is only 30 minutes long. So we don't have too much to talk about. But first, in Channel 6, um, as stated earlier, it is uh, day two today, as we're recording, of Playing in the Sand, which means day one was yesterday, which was Dead End Company. Uh, Nob. What was your thoughts on uh, Dead Company Night One down in Pitts? Liked it. You could tell it was a first night, and I'm I'm calling it now. It probably won't be the best show of this Pitts run. By the time this episode is out, you, the listener, will have heard all of them. We're still speculating, um, but I enjoyed it. The second set was especially really fun. The Saint Stephen, the Eyes of the World had some really killer jams. There was great energy in songs like Dear Mr. Fantasy and Cumberland. Uh, but there was also fun stuff in the first set, not to completely dismiss it. I loved the They Love Each Other. And of course, of course, Winona Judd joining them for Ramble on Rose was uh, just a blast. Um, the Winona sit-in definitely came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah, I did not have that on my Playing in the Sand bingo card. Um, <laughs> for uh, for uh, these uh, these four nights, um, so last night was night one of Dead and Company, um, and tonight on the day we are recording is Goose. Um, Goose starts um, tonight, um, and then we have two more Dead and Company shows following this. So by the time this podcast drops, uh, you all have heard playing in the sand, but right now. We have just heard night one. Um, also in the news was um, this past Friday, uh, January the 13th, was the Tom Constantin um, AMA. And Nob, I do believe you were, uh, that Tom provided you with yet another gold star by yes. answering your question. Uh, what were your thoughts on Tom's AMA? I enjoyed it. <laughs> that's gonna be i'm starting all of my thoughts on everything today with i enjoyed it um i thought 
Tom Constantin's he's a really interesting guy. He's got a good sense of humor. You know, he's definitely an old school prankster along with the rest of them. Uh, I I liked that he actually answered the question about who rips the nastiest farts in the Grateful Dead. Um, he said that that was like comparing Himalayas. Um, but yeah, yeah it's I asked like an old timey phrase. <laughs> no, for real. He <laughs> um, answered. I asked him about his thoughts on post him Grateful Dead and and songs that he likes from from after his time with the band. He said that he really likes Touch of Grey. Which, kind of a normie answer, but I wasn't going to tell that to Tom Constant. <laughs> um, you casual. Yeah, I really, yeah, just <laughs> calling a former member of the band a fake fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was really interesting. I highly recommend going back to read it if you haven't read it yet. Uh, and if you have, good job. Gold star for you, the listener. Yes, if you have listened or participated in Tom Constantin's AMA, make sure you pull out your gold sticker booklet and put one on the gold sticker chart because you deserved it. Um, but th- like I said, it is a very quick news week, uh, so we're just going to shift focus on to our, um, our show for this week, uh, which was July 30th, 1970. Uh, the Matrix in San Francisco, California. Um... The set we listened to um, was just the acoustic set. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was there an electric set as well that just wasn't recorded or no? No, I'm pretty sure the dead were just opening for the new Riders of the Purple Sage here. I got gotcha. you. We're, we're a little bit lower on the bill. And so you just get this acoustic set followed by the new Riders. I gotcha. So we were just um, given this uh, little six song acoustic set by the Grateful Dead. Um, And then we uh, also, um, they sat in, or at least Jerry sat in, um, on some new writer songs as well. Uh, The acoustic set, um, let me quickly run this down, uh, kicked off with To Lay Me Down. Then we got Dire Wolf, Candyman, Rosalie McFall. I hear her voice a calling, and it ended with "Swing Low, Sweet Chariot." Um, Nob, what were your thoughts on the acoustic set and um, the songs that you checked out of the new writer set as well? I'm really gonna break my uh, my pattern I've set up here. I enjoyed it. Um, it's a fun 70s acoustic dead set. It's not the best 70s acoustic dead set, but all of these songs have a slightly different vibe than you normally hear them, and it's worth listening to because of that. Uh, Jerry, the, the To Lay Me Down is the first time they ever played it, which was really cool, and it, it sounds gorgeous right from the jump. Uh, Fig wants us to really emphasize <laughs> how much he loved Jerry's voice on To Lay Me Down, so pretend that he is here saying it through me. It was really good. Um, Direwolf was a lot of fun. It's a slightly slower Direwolf. And if the song always sounded like this, I wouldn't like it. But it was a fun once in a while kind of vibe. It had a real like campfire sing-along feel to it. Yes. Um, which is especially nice with that Direwolf chorus, which has always felt a little campfire sing-along-y to me. Uh, you also get some cool Phil bass stuff from the fact that the song's a little slower and is breathing a little bit more. Um, I do wonder, do you think Pigpen's on stage for this? 
Like, what do we, what do we think Pigpen's doing here? Because I couldn't hear any piano or keys. And I, I didn't really hear him singing. I don't, I, I don't think so. Because you would have heard his voice. Yeah. And, um, you didn't. And there was no keys. So. Yeah. I wonder I have what to the think, vibe is there. I have to think no. But it also wasn't, um, specifically noted in Dead Bass either. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, anyway, jump into the, the Candyman. I dig the sparseness that they add to the arrangement. This was the first song that I kind of noticed. Oh, there, there is no piano here. Um, there's some nice subtle drums from Bill. It, it's really pretty. I'm going to say that about pretty much every song tonight. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with how much I dug it. Uh, and this tape is worth it because at the end of Candyman, you get to hear Jerry tell a guy to fuck off. Yes. And that, that yeah. alone, I, like, can we loop that clip and just let that be the set that we played tonight? That's going to be the uh, outro of the yes. uh, podcast into the acoustic set. Please. Um, and I, I'm a sucker for the, the proper bluegrass stuff. And you don't get a lot of true blue bluegrass out of the Grateful Dead. You know, you get a lot of, of bluegrass inspired stuff and you get a bit of bluegrass vibes. But it never quite feels like you know, just bluegrass with a capital B. This Rosalie McFall is bluegrass with a capital B. It never goes too crazy, but it's not a go-crazy kind of song. It's just a fun vibe with some nice bluegrass picking and a pretty, pretty vocal from Jerry. These last two songs, I, I really... I mean, this whole show, I kind of struggled to find more to say than I thought it was nice and it sounded pretty. Uh, I hear the voice of Colin is a lot of fun. There's some lovely harmonies on it. I really don't have anything else to say about it, but there are some lovely <laughs> harmonies on it. Uh, and a fun vibe on Swing Low Sweet Chariot. You know, it wasn't quite that slower hymnal version that we're more used to. Hearing it with a little bit of that bluegrass shuffle was fun. Some good harmonies, some good soloing. It was good. Um, and I, I dug the bits of the new Riders of the Purple Sage that I listened to, but I didn't really love anything. Not a, not a huge new Riders person. But, uh, you know, Honky Tonk Women was fun. Uh, me and my uncle was really neat that it leaned more. This is kind of the wrong word, but the Dead's version of me and my uncle has always felt a bit campy in that there is a more playful tone, even though characters get murdered. It never feels that serious. Even at the end, when they reveal the uncle's dead, it feels more like the punchline to a joke than the twist in a horror story. Uh... This version of Me and My Uncle, conversely, leans way more into the darkness. It's, it's a little bit... It's not quite spooky, but it's a little bit spooky. Uh, and it really does lean into the, the grit and the desperation in the story. And it's a fun, different take. Um, I, don't, I really don't have much to say about the new Riders of the Purple Sage. It was fun, but it, it wasn't great. But it was good. <laughs> what did you think about this set, game? Uh, I think what we'll do um, is include some of the new writer songs um, along with um, the show this week because since yeah, our show is so yeah <laughs> yeah our show is so short so um, you will you um, you won't hear the whole new writer show uh, but definitely some selections probably the Grateful Dead related songs um, yeah. and, and Honky Tonk Women uh, but anyway back to the Grateful Dead show. 
Um, I really, 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 really enjoyed uh, this show. Um, and in fact, it really blows me away that it was the first time they ever played to lay me down. Yeah. Um, because it was awesome. <laughs> it yeah. was. Um, I'm a sucker for that song anyway. Um, and this was perfect. This was just a, an excellent rendition of "To Lay Me Down." Um, and the fact that this was the first time they've ever done it live blows me away. Um, the fact that you stated "Dire Wolf" is a campfire song, um is an absolute perfect way to describe it. I like the slowy, uh, the slower, campy sound to Direwolf. Um, and to me, it's just like Little Red Riding Hood. Um, it's like Direwolf and Little Red Riding Hood, to me, go hand in hand together. Um, and that's just, you know, a perfect story song, and I really enjoy the acoustic Direwolf. Uh, and Candyman, again, I'm always a sucker for Candyman, uh, and I'm always a sucker for Acoustic Grateful Dead. So really, like these first three songs were just like, here you go, here's here's a gift for being a good boy. Uh, here's here's three three, three songs. <laughs> this, this is how the randomizer congratulates us on fifty episodes. Yes, it's like here you go, like you, you, you have you a little good. candy man as a treat. Yeah, um, just gee, excellent stuff. Um, more, we need more acoustic dead. Um, yeah. And and I keep thinking of like different side projects we could do, but like I would almost love to put together a best of the acoustic um, dead because really this would never have been in my wheelhouse to even think about for acoustic dead. And uh, these three songs, I would say, I would put up with any other version of them acoustic. Yes. Uh, if I'm honest with you, I kind of even like this to lay me down more than a lot of the electric ones. Like, it was I it was awesome. It was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it the, was the voice and the acoustic guitar complemented each other perfectly on this first to lay me down. Yeah, um, can't really over and, and Fig was correct. So Fig, we're we're selling it for you without even you know trying. Um, excellent. Um, Rosalie McFall. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, it was good. Um, and then I agree with you on the last two. Um, I hear a voice of Colin and Swing Low. I like them. They were fun. Don't really have much more to say uh, yeah, about them other than I like them and, and they were fun. Um, I'm kind of glad they didn't um, stick around the set lists <laughs> very far. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know if I could hear myself getting pumped for a Swing Low Sweet Chariot, uh, but it, still, it was a fun Swing Low Sweet Chariot. Yeah. Um uh, and and the same with the new writers set. Um, I'm a I'm a. I grew up on a lot of older country music, so I think by default I kind of like how a lot of this sounds. Um, but it's so different than what we listen to and speak about each week on the podcast. Uh, meaning it, they're just like pop songs. Um, meaning two three minute in and out country rock boom um which which is great which uh, there's nothing at all wrong with that but i don't have much more to say than this is good this is bad this is good this is bad they they, they don't really move me (laughs) you know in, in in any way so um not saying that they wouldn't in any time uh but this one really didn't so not too much to say uh, for me on the new writers um, set, but 
we will be including some of their selections uh, after this podcast wraps up. So, and I'll make sure to have some kind of audio cue where you know um, where the Grateful Dead ends and the new writers' songs begin. Um, Nob, I've really one major question for you. Would this show make your Book of the Dead? You know, it's a six-song acoustic set. It's it's very good, don't get me wrong. And that To Lay Me Down, probably the first three songs would all go in my respective books of those respective songs. Um, but as a whole, it's a little too short to, to be a true blue Book of the Dead for me. What about you, game? Same. Um... It was good. I really enjoyed it, but I really enjoyed six minutes, not six minutes, but the first three songs. So, and, and, and frankly, the first three songs may equal like 15 minutes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this would be really, if I like had an old, like if I got a tape back in the day of like a full Grateful Dead show and this was the filler, I might find myself like raving about it and being like, dude, you got to listen to this filler. It's, it's three or four acoustic songs and it's awesome. But like as its own thing, no, it doesn't really make Book of the Dead. All right. Now we only had, uh, well, actually next would be which set. Um, but there's only um... one, there's only one set. So you guys are getting the acoustic set uh, this week of the show. Um, and then the MVP for you, um, I'll start. Uh, and I'm going to agree with Fig. Um, Fig's MVP, spoiler alert, was Jerry. Uh, and I agree. Uh, Jerry was my MVP as well, um, solely based off of that to lay me down and for telling that person to fuck off. Um, that was a um, a um, MVP performance uh, for me. How about you, Nob? It's, I mean, it's hard not to pick Jerry because this show is so Jerry heavy. He sings lead on pretty much all of the songs. It's acoustic guitar, so it's very much his timbre is shining and kind of the focus of this show. You know, I liked what Phil was doing, but it's Jerry is the MVP because this is very much a, a Jerry heavy show, and he knocks it out of the park. Um, so yeah, I would also say Jerry. Something tells me um, we're gonna have a lot of shows where Jerry is the MVP. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yes. Oh yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy for thinking that, but something tells me that's just how that's gonna be. Um, we had one Reddit comment this week, and um, Fig has it titled here and it almost makes it like a um a singles ad in a way lost redditor <laughs> uh we have a question from osmomo um and knob i would like you to put your thinking cap on and get ready to dive into the catalog of your mind of the grateful dead uh, music collection. See if we can help this fan out in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Oz Momo says, apologies in advance for, one, not being the biggest Grateful Dead fan in the world, and two, asking this really vague question made harder by point number one. In my MP3 music collection, I used to have a few Grateful Dead tracks, 
and there was one I really loved. I've since lost access to those files, and I'd love to find the track again. The problem is, I don't remember the name of the track. I'm hoping it's a well-known or iconic, and y'all might be able to point me in the right direction. Here's what I remember. Nabo, you, or do you have your, your thinking cap on? Do you have I'm, your... I'm... I know we're kind of joking, but I'm telling you, the rest of my afternoon is going to be spent trying to find the answer to this question. <laughs> Here is what Osmomo remembers. Here is our main bullet points. It was a live performance. I believe it was a medley. I also think there were some guest artists. I seem to recall the file name mentioning someone else. Anyway... Thanks for your time and help. What in the world could that be? I I have no idea. I mean, you know, I like does when we say medley, like are we talking a China writer, uh, a usual, you know, a help slip Franklin, uh, a Scarlet Fire, something normal, or is it just two songs paired together? Like, are we digging for you know? Whatever I'm thinking, weird St. Stephen man, smart women smarter they did in '83 or something. When I when I when I think of a medley with guest artists, my first my first thought is "We Are the World." Uh, <laughs> 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 Were they on that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I do. I mean, whenever I think of "We Are the World," I just think of the clip of Bob Dylan. Looking totally spaced out, having no idea quite how the song goes. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't... Like, you know, do we think it's like the 81 show where Pete Townsend sits in? Or do we think it's one of the times that Stephen Stills has sat in? Branford Marsal, you know? I am almost definitely, as soon as this recording is over, going to respond to this comment and ask for any more details. So like even a song lyric? Am I... My mind takes me to, besides We Are the World, um, if, it, if, it, if it's an MP3 collection that, in my mind, it probably came from a file-sharing service of some sort. Yeah. Um, so if you're using a file-sharing, and, and since he lost access to those files, I'm guessing it's an older MP3 collection. So... If you're looking at an older MP3 collection that was mostly curated from just internet software like LimeWire, Kazaa, um, if he still has a Napster collection, more power to you. Um, that kind of thing. Um, I would think it would have to be maybe something on the more popular side. Yeah. Um, or at least something released, right? Like... Um, I know in our world, we live on the archive. I, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But yeah. back in those like file sharing software days, I don't necessarily know if you'd be able to find like a 730 1970. Yeah. And if you would, it definitely wouldn't have like download this because thousands of people have already. You know what I mean? So, yeah. what's popular? Cornell. <laughs> um, well, what did they... No, there was no guests. I like, don't know, because I, 
I'm thinking of medleys that are on official releases, and the things that come to mind are like the Not Fade Away going down the road, Not Fade Away off of Skull and Roses, or uh, 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 the Help Slip Franklin that opens one from the vault, but those don't have guests. Oh, this is this is gonna bug me. <laughs> I, I, I we I we won't. almost need to know their definition of medley. Yes. That that could very well be the key. Yeah, I've I'm gonna be honest with you. I've already replied to this comment <laughs> asking <laughs> if the guy has any more details, and uh, um, see if we can solve this mystery because I'm I'm invested. And and also, it might not have guest artists. It, the, the, it might be a mislabeled track. Yeah. If for all we know, this could be like Ween or something that's just labeled, you know, yeah. Grateful Dead Ripple.mp3, but actually it's, you know, <laughs> Primus or some shit. <sighs> I just can't think of I anything. The one they, I downloaded a lot of fake Weird Al tracks. I know how it works. I can't think of anything super popular of original Grateful Dead yeah with a guest artist on I just I just I I don't the only guest artist I could think of would be Branford like you said yeah Branford and and there you wouldn't really know if you don't know because it's just song Right, you know, you don't know the saxophone is extra. <laughs> right? yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I was like, just, like ask the person, do you know which instrument this guest was playing? But oh, right, like you, you don't know if the the saxophone's extra from Brantford if you never heard the song before in your entire life. Exactly. Um. Other than that, that would that would have like a a, a note on the file name, maybe Hornsby. Yeah, Hornsby's definitely a possibility, especially if it's from that time before he officially joined the band. Because that's late 90s. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, 80s, 80s too. 80s too, I guess. But late 90s, that would be, you know, files were happening then. <laughs> like, digital stuff, right? So, I hope he responds to you. I'm assuming yes, it's... I, 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 I hope yeah. they respond to you. I should say, um, yeah. I you I there's about a forty percent chance that next week's episode starts with me just blurting out <laughs> the answer to this mystery before we've even gotten to hello everybody and welcome to we, the Help on the Way Pod. Or 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 you just come through before we say anything and you're just like a defeated, <laughs> you're just like I've spent I the past. Still don't know. I spent the past seven days. <laughs> we're been going back and forth. Yeah, my room's gonna look like the the Charlie Day Pepe yes, Sylvia. Yes, yes. The the mail. It is really all the mail's fault, frankly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I could I could spend the half hour talking about it right now, frankly. Um, trying to figure out what what this is. Um, uh, so um, redditor lost redditor. Um, you may not be expecting help, but you're gonna get it. <laughs> we're we're going to figure this out. Help is on the oh, way. <gasps> I almost want to end the podcast right now, but we have we have things to do. Um, 
speaking of those things to do, let's just go ahead and do those things. Next show. Oh, it's about this one. Oh, no. Um, I'm not going to go into my this show is going to be terrible, but <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, it's a July. It's July 31st. 1994 uh at the past like edibles it's not Uh, it's not good until we say oh these aren't even working and then uh, suddenly that's how we get good 90s dead shows it was a sunday show in the palace of auburn hills in michigan um the set list i guess doesn't look terrible Okay, it's you get it. I mean, it's, it's the last midnight hour. It's not as and... short as you usually get from No, he's dead. The fact that there are no. more than six songs in set one is a good sign to me. Yeah, uh, I could probably go without Lazy River Road. Yeah. Um, what's way to go? That's, I believe, an original bill. Way to go, way to, way to go home. I think we've had that one on here like once. Yeah, that one's not ringing a bell. Um, the encore's the wait. I love the wait. Um, the wait's definitely in top ten of my all-time favorite songs, no matter the artist. So I'm interested to see how uh, a 1994 Jerry tackles that. Um, things a little full circle. I was kind of hoping when they had Winona Judd out there to do Ramble on Rose, they'd bring her back to do the wait at the end of the night, like they did w- with uh, Maggie Rogers in 2019. That'd be good. Why th- you were in the set list thread last night? Uh, were they not showing Jeff? Yeah, I don't know what the deal was there. It seemed like the maybe the camera that they had on him was having technical difficulties, but in general, the camera work was a little weird where they were showing. Pretty much everyone except whoever was soloing or singing at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I saw like the it, big takeaways were MILFs, um, Jeff, and um, Winona. <laughs> and that's exactly what you should take away from that first plane in the sand show. Um, no, I'm hoping in the same way that Fish fans bullied live fish into fixing the New Year's Eve mix, that we can uh, bully Nugs into releasing the Comenti cut. <laughs> The extended cut, um, yeah. including 30 minutes of extra behind-the-scenes footage of him and Seth Break just standing around. <laughs> um, it's, it's just a video of him watching the O'Teal interview on his laptop. <laughs> just, just just, nodding along agreeing. Yeah, he has nothing to say or add to it. He's just going, mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. I'd watch it. I'd watch two hours of that. Um, so anyway, um, next week's show is, is a July 1994 show, and you know, I'm sure it's going to be awesome, so. Yeah, listen to the episode anyway, we'll have funny things to say, probably. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap up and do our bookkeeping, because a little peek behind the curtain, football starts here in about eight minutes, and I might try to put a football bed in still. Um, so please, as always, go ahead and smash that subscribe button and like and share this podcast with any and all of your Grateful Dead, New Riders of the Purple Sage, Winona Judd, Ween any music fans please like and share this podcast with them um you may find us at wherever podcasts are downloaded um fig's not here today so he can't tell me 
that I can't say that those bastards at Spotify lock us down and told us, no, you are allowed on our platform because you provide the music. And we that's said, word for word, that's exactly how their email went. <laughs> and we said, voice. and we said, please, Spotify, please. And they said, no. And they cut my hand off. So I haven't told anybody this, but Spotify cut my hand off. We're not allowed on their platform. They're terrible. So you may find us at wherever else podcasts are downloaded but not that devil platform known as spotify you may find us also directly on the web at help on the way you may email us at help on the way pod at gmail.com you may communicate with us on reddit um where knob normally is behind the set i shouldn't say normally uh because that gives false expectations sometimes on special days knob is behind the set list threads when there is live grateful dead related music happening where he was behind the keys last night of the playing in the sand night one setless uh thread where like i said the number one topic was milfs and the number two topic was jeff's camera so <laughs> that is what you're missing out there uh and i'm gonna plug my twitch channel that really kind of doesn't exist and at this point i don't know if it's ever going to come back twitch.tv slash the gd channel uh knob is there any parting words from you uh, speaking of the football, go big blue. Uh, and if the Giants lose before this episode goes live, game, please edit this out. I will. And uh, if they do lose, I will just edit in a go 49ers, but it'll be there and there twice. <laughs> uh, it'll just be two of those. <laughs> oh, they don't yep. have a chance. Um, yeah, I got. Uh, I guess the Buffalo Bills play coming up here soon. So I'm ready for a lazy day. Um, Fig, get better. Hope you had a fun time listening to us here ramble on. Uh, and folks, uh, enjoy um, the acoustic set of July 30th, 1970. And thank you once again for listening to the Help on the Way podcast. <laughs>
To love with you. 
back a little for me. Turn the microphones up. Let's let's oh, yeah. let's uh, do it that way. Ah, uh, right, barbershop. Oh, just just all sing, sing it again. That's right. This is an old principle. This is called singing in a group. <laughs>
they paved through the dice and they put up a parking lot With a pink hotel, a boutique and a swinging hot spot Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone They paved paradise and they put up a parking lot Took all the cheese and they put them in a tree museum And they charged the people a dollar and a half just to see it Don't it always seem to go But you don't know what you got till it's gone They paid paradise, put up a parking lot Ooh, by the farmer Way DDT now. Even spots on the apples, but give me the birds and the bees. Oh, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone? The big paradise put up a parking lot. Screen door slam and a big yellow taxi took away my girl Sam. Oh, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got to this The big paradise put up a parking lot. And they put up a parking lot Oh, they pay paradise And they put up a parking lot One more Oh, they pay paradise And they put up a parking lot that one later.
just need some place where I can rest my head. Hey, mister, can you tell me where a man might find a bed? He just grinned, shook my hand, no was all he said. Take a load of Fanny, take a load for free.